Hey, hey guys, this is Brandy Holloway and this is the Burn Podcast. I'm really excited today. I have Lila Smith and she is the creator of Say Things Better. And I know a lot of you, when we talk about communicating and creating content, we get a little stuck. So I'm going to introduce Lila. I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about what she does. And you guys really want to lean into this conversation because you're going to get some really good, valuable information out of this. So Lila, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, Brandy. I've been so excited to talk to you and to talk to your audience because I know that one of the things that people follow you for is they do feel stuck and, and they need someone to light that fire, to start that fire, that fire starter <laughs> to go under them and say, look, you're, you're important. What you have to say is interesting. There's somebody out there who wants to hear it from you. People don't know what's valuable about their day, about their story, about the things that they have to talk about. And I was one of those people for a long time. I spent 10 years as an actor professionally in New York City and on tour around the United States. And I also had this other life, this like 50% of my life was in theater and the other 50% I was the director of e-commerce for DNA footwear in New York City. and. In e-commerce companies, any kind of like customer-facing branded communication. So that looked a lot of different ways, but it was this other 10-year career. So in each of those fields, I had been devaluing myself and the things that were value, valuable from one part of my career that really helped me to be successful in the other. And so I was at like 50% confidence and 50% fulfillment in two different ways that I was spending 50% and 50% of my time. So this led to a lot of burnout, as you can imagine, and also a lot of insecurity. I, I wish I had had your voice at the time. I wish I had known you then, so that I could have that person saying to me, look, you know, the stuff that you've done in theater is clearly why you're such a good communicator in business. It's why your department has low turnover. It's why you know how to you know, craft a good story and tell it, that's what you're doing in theater. That's what you're doing. I, I needed somebody to like smack me in the face with that. And for me, that was the LinkedIn community. I, I kind of stumbled into the new LinkedIn that wasn't just a place to store your CV, your resume, mm -hmm. and really had become this content platform and a community where people are connecting on a deeper level and with each other as human beings at a time I really needed it. So grateful for that. And I'm, I'm glad that your followers have so many people to learn from and the, the expertise and the, the fires that you start in them. It's really powerful. So just thank, thank you. you. Um, like from a fan girl, just thank you for what you put out there. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you know, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I had a career that I was really good at, um, but I didn't know that at the time. Uh, you know, because the, those things weren't there. And, and a lot of it for me, which, you know, I focus on, it was a limiting belief based on things that had happened as early as six years old for me. Um, so just let's, let's talk a little bit about um, how you decided to create, say things better. So the name of it, you know, people are like, I had to come up with a name. It's so clear. It's so obvious, but like, I have to be honest, I didn't come up with the name. I, I name companies now all the time to something that like makes sense for them and what their unique value is. But say things better is something that other people kept saying to me. Can you help me phrase this? You, you always, I don't know, you just say things better. 
And other people kept using those same words to me, and I was just listening. And one of those people was the career coach and creator of UMAP, Kristen Sherry. So I was at this place where I had retired from acting. I thought, like, this lifestyle is not for me. I was only working in e-commerce and still feeling like, ugh, you know, and watching the clock and waiting for the weekend. And I talked to Kristen. I worked with her, uh, and I was her client. And I, I went through the, the UMAP process of identifying my four pillars of career satisfaction. So my strengths, my values as a person, my motivated skills, which are the things that you're good at and you like doing them because those aren't always the same thing. And finally, just how I'm wired. So my type is AE. I'm an artistic enterpriser or artistic enterprising. And that told me everything I needed to know about what I really should be doing. Kristen said to me, why don't you try coaching or consulting with communication? You, you always just say things better. And so I said at that point, okay, I get it. I'm listening, you know, like <laughs> I hear you. I see the sign. It's got to be say things better. And I just kind of on a whim went to godaddy.com and check to see if the URL was available. And it was, uh, I just couldn't believe awesome. it. Nobody else was. I know it was such a there. simple sentence. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's directive. Say things better. Like you do this, but also it's how do I do this? And also it's what I help people do. So I just love the branding of it. And it just, you know, when people talk about personal branding, personal brand is really what other people are saying about you. You can say that your personal brand is that you're a really nice person, but if other people have a different experience of you, I'm sorry, but that's your personal brand. Yes. So the fact that other people were the ones to say, you say things better, I knew it would stick. So I'm, I'm very happy to be doing communication coaching and consulting now. And I, I give credit to all those people who came up with a name for it, and especially Kristen Sherry, uh, who helped me to find my path. I'm going to be certified as a UMAP coach myself in starting. That's amazing. You know, and I, I always like when I do have someone on that, that's a coach, I like to talk a little bit about that, about coach and about the definition, because we see that word all the time now. We see it everywhere, um, especially on LinkedIn and I, I would say Instagram. And, you know, I always like to ask, you know, what, you know, what type of coach? So, you know, I know that they have a title, right? So, you know, I specifically call myself a fire starter mindset coach because I wanted it to be so different and so specific and so clear that I am here to start a fire in your mindset. This is for all my boss babes out there. I have some exciting news. As many of you know that have been following me on social media, I hold a monthly event in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area called Girls on Fire. And this is a unique networking opportunity because we actually don't pitch and sell. We don't pass business cards. That we take the time to dig deep, find out the things that are igniting our passion, that can grow our business, and then we burn through anything that we perceive that's holding us back. I want to bring this to your city. So if you want more information, please go to phoenixfactorwellness.com. And I can't wait to bring girls on fire to you and create an inferno of success. Let's get back to this podcast meaning you're going to burn limiting beliefs and we're going to ignite your passion. So there's going to be fire involved. That's, you know, why I went with that title. So I love, you know, with, with what you're doing, I think, you know, say things better. It's very obvious, but as a coach, you know, when someone says, well, what do you do? 
what, what do you come back with? I help people to communicate effectively in a way that feels ethical, build sustainable relationships, whether that's in their personal life or with their employees or with their audience, uh, you know, their, their customers. And that's really it. I have a method that I created, the Say Things Better method. It's five steps. And it's a process that people can follow that helps them to check their work. Are you mining for all the opportunities that there are to extend the reach of your message? And if not, this helps you to check back into that. And also, are you being true to yourself? Are you being your highest self when you communicate? Hmm. And are you using just the simple tools that you already have? Are you leaving some value on the table? It's a way to help people stay focused with their communication, have clarity in their messaging, and to provide value in the way that only they can. Um, and you know, it's interesting that you, you ask about coaching or what kind of coach you are, because I was just talking about this with, uh, with somebody this morning. Coaches are, are some of my clients, like are, co are coaches, mm -hmm. and everybody asks them, you know, like, well, what's different about what you do? What's specific about what you do? There are so many coaches, but there is room for every single one of us. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when I talk about messaging for coaches, I talk about um, the Say Things Better method. You know, first of all, we always start with step one, like, what's my motivation? You know, you hear actors say that, like, in movies, like, what's my motivation for this scene? I just don't know. So what's your motivation? What is your your overarching goal, what is your why? Because that's gonna set you apart from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Your reason for, for being a fire starter, you wanna do that for a reason. And somebody else who might wanna coach people might want to um, be, a, like, like uh, my friend Marcus is a shame breaker. Mm -hmm. And somebody else might want to like empower mothers who are re-entering the workforce or uh, just there are all different kinds of coaches. I really just focus on communication too. I'm not a life coach. Um, I know that there are people who value my opinion and about stuff and come to me, but I'm not a coach. And I can recommend some good ones, but that's not who I am. Yeah, I and think that's. I'm I think that's. Like, I think that's really important to to explain everyone because you and I were chatting a little bit before we started this and we even said, you know, that um, when we both have coaches, I have a coach, right? Because there, there are, as a coach, I don't, I think if you're not devoted to growing uh, consistently and, and developing and honing in on your skills, um, I mean, how long can you really be a coach? I mean, you've, you've got, you've got to grow as a person as well. And then there are just things that, you know, we need to be coached. Um, I think, you know, we hear the word empath a lot, but um, be, are being empathetic. And when you're in this industry and you are truly passionate, which I know you are, we tend to also take on some of that emotional, uh, you know, energy that's in the room, or even if I'm just doing a zoom call. So I always, you know, ask everyone, how do you, you know, when you're dealing with someone that's having a really hard time, how do you deal with that? Oh gosh. I, I mean, I'm strategy focused. So I try to go through the outline, go through the five steps of the method and say, see if this helps. <laughs> I'm very like, okay, let's find a solution. Um, I'm not the person who holds your hand and says, I'm so sorry you're feeling that way. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm, I can't do that as a friend, but um, it's just not the same strength as other coaches have. Mm -hmm. I'm, okay, what do you need to communicate? Who do you need to communicate it to? What's the strategy? What are the steps? So that by the end of a coaching call, 
they feel better because they know what comes next. They know what's actionable. They know where to go from there. And sometimes just getting unstuck by having a to-do can really make a difference. So oh, that's, yeah. how I, that's how I work. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. And I'm, I, I think it took me a long time to, to get to that point because my original career was in fitness and wellness and nutrition. And um, so I dealt with people that had a lot of, you know, low self-esteem, self-worth, you know, issues, um, you know, which led them to get to the point that they were at. And then as I grew into coaching over the years, I did that for 17 years. So, uh, you know, as I moved on and I started learning about coaches, you know, I would have never thought there was someone like you out there as I was creating content or I wanted to be a speaker or I wanted to feel confident, you know, facilitating an event that I could have said, oh, wow, you know, there's a speak, there's someone out there that helps, you know, helps you do that, that coaches you through that. So I love giving people all this information and for everyone listening, you know, we'll make sure that they get your information um, because I have clients, I would say daily, I could probably think of one person that could use your type of, of coaching. Right. Um, you know, yeah. so as you mentioned, I kind of get, if I get them there, it's the same thing for me that I don't coach them how to say things better. I coach them on what they want right. to say, what their story is. Right. So, um, there are, there are coaches for different kinds of things. Um, one of my clients just, uh, and, and friend, Juliet Herman, she just posted a video on LinkedIn going through like this, the business coach timeline of uh -huh. when, if you're starting a business, you different kinds of coaches. It was so well articulated uh -huh. and she included me, which I really appreciated. But it just was so clear how you need coaches at different times in your trajectory. So, you know, maybe once I needed a coach, like, um, and I still do with Kia Farakis, who's a one thought, one action, creative life practice, life coach, just to help me identify how am I feeling in a moment? What do I get from one thought? And that has affected how I help people create content. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's say your message, you're Russ Avery, you're the sustainability marketing guy, and you're going through, through life trying to like make relevant content, but you're the sustainability marketing guy for a reason, and that's because you care about this. It's part of your why. So if you just ask yourself at those one thoughts, one actions, one moment during the day, what is this moment in, in relation to my purpose here? What's my motivation in this moment? Am I creating or activating or employing sustainable practices right now? And if I am, great, document it, make content out of it. Stay relevant by sharing those moments that align with your motivation. Mm -hmm. So having that basis of one thought, one action, creative life practice helps me to help other people. Next, I had to work with Derek Kettleson, who's a high achievers coach. I will work constantly. Uh, and I mean like crazy hours. I work on a crazy pace. I'm like, I'm optimized already. People say don't work harder, work smarter, but I'm already doing both of those things. Mm -hmm. So those people don't resonate with me and I don't take them seriously. So Derek Kettleson, on the other hand, like he gets what I'm doing mm -hmm. and he then still is able to help me find where my blocks are. Like I had one about pricing and my prices were too low for me to feel good stepping away from my life in order to help somebody else with theirs and their messaging. And he helped me to find a place that feels comfortable. And actually people are finding that the value that they get from working with me even for one hour 
is so impactful that the money feels like nothing when they actually get the return, which is usually pretty significant. I love that. I love that. I actually just uh, finished helping a feng shui expert and life design coach doing the same thing. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, she's a life design expert. Yeah, so she's a feng shui expert and a life design coach. So what is life uh, design coaching? Yeah, so she actually looks at how you walk through your life throughout the day. Uh, her name's uh, Justine Hernandez. It's passion, uh, passion style purpose is her, you know, her name. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll have her on actually on my podcast soon. But as a matter of fact, I, you, I know, you know, our podcast listeners can't hear us, but the ones that can see the video that we're doing, I moved my desk because she said you know, some little, t- she threw out a few tips. Um, because I said, look, I'm about to start creating a lot of content. I want you to come to my home because we, she actually lives local and tell me what to do. And she said, I can tell you right now you're facing a wall. So she said, just changing that is going to open up the energy. And I think it's been like this for maybe 10 hours. I, I started working in it this morning and I literally cannot explain to you the shift that happened. And I think I recorded three videos this morning. Wow. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm facing a wall, but it's a whiteboard, but there's a, like, there's a glass door over there. I'm at WeWork. I'm just going to shift. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. just move over here. <laughs> but, but, but her <laughs> now I'm looking out at these big windows that overlook uptown Dallas. Yeah. So, see, that's what I'm saying, but you have a view. Even if you were writing on that board, you would still be that create the creative juices are flowing. Um, you know, and I do have a whiteboard, but I, you know, with her that it was ironic though, because I said the same thing about the value she was providing. So if someone feels stuck in their home and she goes in and opens up that environment, right? I said the impact could be still 20 years from now. You're charging them for 30 minutes of your time when you're providing a 20 year value. So let's talk about your, you know, that's when you're pricing. Um, I, I always use that, the term value proposition with, with my clients when they're figuring out their pricing. Um, I think everyone really kind of goes through that though. Um, yeah, well, nobody told me, (laughs) I'm glad you're telling your wife, your, your listeners, your viewers. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. I I tell everyone. I do feel lighter and more open now facing these glass doors that face these glass windows. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have a whole time. Yeah. It's so funny. Like it's going to change the way that I look at any spaces now. And I'm just going to ask myself, am I facing a wall and am I hitting the wall? <laughs> See, just ask yeah. So that's why there are coaches. That's why yeah. there are so many different, all very valid and useful. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. She, every and she coach I know has like at least one <laughs> up to, up to 10 coaches. I told her, I mean, I think, I think it's amazing what she does. People, you know, are in their homes and don't even realize, I mean, I work from home. I've got to have this space, you know, this space has to be set up for me to, you know, get crank some workout because when my kids are home, I really try yeah. to, you know, spend that time with them. So, um, so now I'm going to ask you a quick question. I like to ask okay. everyone, you know, we obviously focus on a lot of self and, you know, professional development and, and, um, so what, is there a book or a couple of books maybe even that you would really recommend everyone as far as honing in on their craft about saying things better? Oh yeah. I mean, I- so my, it's not, 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 it's not a communication book, but, and I talked about going through the UMAP process. There's a UMAP book. So your UMAP that helps walk you through your four pillars of career fulfillment. It's not just about your career. It's really about knowing yourself and knowing what is going to be really unique and special about the way that you specifically show up in the world. Having that awareness I before 
from working with a communication coach helps you to see, okay, these are the things that are natural to me. These are the things that are unnatural to me. If you're communicating from a place that feels like you are totally in yourself, you're 100% you, and you recognize what's valuable about that, that's so much more of an effective and strong position to communicate from than trying to fit into somebody else's mold, trying to be a leader the way somebody else is a leader, trying to create content that looks like someone else's content. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not going to ring true. So having that self-awareness of just the way you're going to be successful, if you're going to be successful, makes the UMAP book the best investment that I can suggest to anybody to make. And then uh, in terms of professional and, and personal development, I would suggest going through the Say Things Better method. It's five steps. Uh, if you've got time, I can run through them really quickly. And if Are you, Do you have a book? I don't have a book, but I can just like oh. tell five steps. And then if anybody's curious, they can look at some of my content. They can uh, you know, check me out on LinkedIn or send me a message and I can talk to people more in depth. But it's just five steps and it's pretty easy. The first step is what's my motivation? What's that thing that drives me, that holds me accountable to being an effective communicator to begin with? Mm-hmm. What's at stake for you if you do communicate effectively? And what's at stake to lose if you don't? The second step is setting an objective for one communication event. So if you're setting up something like sales funnels, the first communication event maybe is like, hi, I'm this person in the here's what's special about me, just an introduction. So to introduce myself being that first objective. And then like you get further and further down the funnel, the final objective in that communication event being to close the sale. Mm -hmm. So knowing where you are helps you to direct and clarify your message at each point. The third step is your communication partner's objective. So your communication partner being the audience for your content, the person who's viewing it, what's going to make them feel like watching this video was such a win for them today. So thinking about what they need and then making sure that your content includes that. Mm -hmm. So just checking yourself is what I'm doing valuable for them. Mm -hmm. The fourth step is looking in your toolbox. This is something that as actors, this is what sets you apart. Your actor's toolbox could be the method of acting. It could be memories that you have that you access. could be your imagination. It could also be your special skills. I used to have on the bottom of my actor resume a special skills section of things that set me apart. And one of those things was standing on one foot for extended periods of time, which I think the longest I've ever done is about two hours. Oh, wow. A very long time to stand on one foot, and most of the time it's not relevant, you know. Um, But (laughs) when I was auditioning for Chicago, the musical, I highlighted it because there's a lot of very cool, flexible, Bob Fosse choreography. Excuse me. So I, I highlighted that, and they found it interesting enough to talk to me. It was a conversation starter at least. And then I was like, okay, let's see it. And I'm like, okay, well, and now I'm doing it. Like, I know you can't see it, but I'm standing on one foot right now. And I'm balanced. So it, it's just something that sets you apart. In your toolbox are all of your differentiators, all of your connections to your low-hanging fruit. Are you a coach now, but maybe you used to be in pharmaceutical sales? Okay, those people that you met in that business are more likely to work with you as a coach than they are with right. somebody who came from automotive. Right. So just looking in your toolbox, that connection, that unique connection is one of your tools. And then the fifth and final step is to verb your values, which is a trademark fifth step. I have a whole breakout workshop that I do for companies just based on verb your values. 
It's taking the whole scope of what you believe in and translating that into these verbs that you can use to check your work, check your communication, and direct the voice of your brand or yourself. Love so it. mine are to affirm, to connect, and to empower. So if I'm telling somebody else how to manage my social media, uh, like do stuff for the Say Things Better Instagram page, I don't have time, you do it. One of the things I would say is anytime you look at an image, you ask yourself, does it affirm the communication partner for this communication event, which is the Instagram post? Uh -huh. Does it connect with them? And does it empower them? Is the text that goes along with it negative or affirmative? You know, we want to check our work with those verbs. Yeah. So does yeah. this communication do this to the person looking at it? And that's an acting tool too. So all of this, this theater stuff that, I, that I've gone through for so long now really clearly directs people's communication. Yeah. So as a personal development tool, I would say get, get the UMAP book, go through it, take yourself through it, and then follow the Say Things Better method whenever you're trying to chart out your content or communication strategy. Yeah, I love that. You know, I think, and I think that's for me, uh, being in the fitness and wellness industry for so long um, and learning, there's always actually more of a hidden reason. So if someone had a goal, uh, why do you have that goal? And how do you think it's going to make you feel? And then that feeling is really where I go, the direction I go in. And I, you know, um, so that's what I love. Yeah. I'm glad we, you know, we talked about all the different coaches and, um, tell everyone how to find you on the World Wide web. I know you're on quite okay. a few platforms and if yeah, you have a website, a website which is saythingsbetter.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lila Lasagna. It's L I L A L A S A G N A. And also say things better. So at say things better. And then on LinkedIn, you can just look up Lila Smith or you can search the hashtag say things better and you'll find me. You can also awesome. find the say things better company page there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. This was, this was very valuable content and I hope the listeners will go check you out. Um, I know I'm going to post this on my group page because you know, communication is, is a big thing for, well, for all of us, but a lot of them are getting into it now. So it's nice to have that map. Like you were saying, it's nice to have a strategy. It's nice to have steps to follow. So, all right, Lila, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Brandy. All right, guys, you have an awesome day and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, hey guys, thanks for tuning in again. I hope you got some great content out of this. I am always open to suggestions and feedback. Uh, just leave them here on the platform you are listening to. And I'm also uh, up for the follow. I want to see what you guys are up to on social media. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So until then, you guys keep burning up those limiting beliefs. Keep rising, keep soaring.